The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. Today, I want to talk a little bit about your intuition because it's what this show is about. And I also want to talk a little bit about the limits of our intuition and how we can sometimes, and I want to really tune in and get this right, want to use our inner wisdom in ways that it's not really meant to be used, right? So um, we want to often use it to avoid life, to avoid experiences, to know things, you know, so that we, we don't get disappointed or confused. And unfortunately, but also fortunately, that is just not the point of our inner knowing. And uh, before I launch into it, I also want to apologize for my hoarse voice. I was out late last night at a wedding screaming over music. And as I start to talk now, I see I'm a little bit scratchy. So bear with me. But this idea came through and I really, really, really wanted to share. So to give you a little bit of context for me about what you know brought me to wanting to chat about this this morning was, as some of you know, if you've been following the show, I am recently single after a three decades long marriage, and I just started dipping my toes in the water of dating again. And one of the things that I'm noticing, you know, as I wake up sometimes in the morning and the Match app throws me a bunch of, um, you know, potential online suitors, is that tendency, right? It's not even a tendency because it's not even something that I'm really trying to do. But I was thinking about, you know, as an intuitive, as someone that, you know, reads people for a living and people often ask me when they have a new, you know, dating prospect, hey, can you feel into this person for me and tell me what you get? But a lot of times, you know, you might think, well, I'm going to use my intuition. I'm going to figure out like, you know, who's a yes, who's a no, everything that's wrong with them, everything that's good about them, yada, yada, like, and you know, that I'll immediately know my soulmate when I see him. And I think all of these things are true to some extent. Absolutely. But there's also a couple of limitations and there's a couple of important points that I wanted to share. And it doesn't just apply to online dating. The thing is, is that we never want to use our intuition to avoid or bypass life. Right. And that, you know, part of the beauty 
of this human experience is that we don't get to know everything. Nope. We just don't get to know everything. And we don't even want to know everything because that everything is not really knowable. It's not really knowable. And even people that have the gift, the intuitive gift of precognition, right, which is not something, you know, that I do very, very much where, you know, I see something coming or what's going to be. Even people that have that gift, and, and it has been presented to me at times, and we'll talk about that, I think, today as well. First of all, precognition is always just showing you the flow of things as they could unfold, right? But we have free will, and there's a thousand different ways in which things can go. So at best, those precognitive flashes are showing you where you're heading or where the probability or what's the most probable thing that could be coming. And, and it can always change. The guides say, you know, just to get a little heady on you all, there are multiple realities going on all the time, right? And so when you precognitively experience something, you're experiencing one potential future, one potential reality, but you don't have to necessarily agree to that. And a lot of times once we have those flashes, there's so much momentum heading in that direction, we may be going there anyway. Um, but it's never a done deal. It's never a necessary fact. And you would never want to always know what's going to happen next, right, with anything because the whole point of being here is to explore, is to expand. And so the not knowing is actually as or more important than the knowing part. But the good news is that you do have your intuition. So you do get to know some stuff. You do get that guidance. And sometimes you even get those precognitive flashes like, oh no, you know, I should go left and not right right now because, or even something's coming down the pipeline that I need to prepare myself for, right? Or something's coming down the pipeline that I might want to avoid. So we, we do sometimes get those flashes. But the way that I see it is it's not that we know everything so much but more that we agree to know what we get to know and to tune into that deeper knowing because it's that deeper knowing that will guide us through the unknown, through the unknown. But the unknown is kind of the point. And if you think about it this way, right, we are always creating our reality and we're co-creating our reality. So if there was a sense in which you could know everything ahead of time, you might very well know it because you'd be creating it, but it wouldn't actually be a very fun way to live. And the guides say, actually, when you're not using your intuition, this is often what you're doing. You're making expectations about the future, right? Based on the past, based on what you think, based on what other people say, based on what you've been taught, and then you're manifesting that. So in a way, your brain is creating your future, right? Your mind is creating your future all the time. That need to know is creating a known future, but we're not always super happy with with the future that we keep creating over and over again, right? Because we're creating it from our fear, from our pain, from our conditioning, not from our love, from our joy, from our curiosity, and from our soul, right? Or let me say our soul's highest potential. Does that make sense? I've never had it explained that way to me. So I'm going to just take a minute to take that in because guides, that's amazing. <sighs> so but oftentimes what our personality, our ego, or small self wants to do when we first hear about intuition is we want to use our intuition the same way we use our mind. And so we want to rein in or rope in our intuition and say, okay, tell me what's going to happen. And the guides say, again, your mind will tell you what's going to happen. And if you believe it enough, it's going to happen. So you, you are creating your future. You can predict it all the time, right? Isn't that cool? But your intuition is something deeper than that. Your intuition is letting you feel into the now. 
Your intuition is letting you feel into the potentials. Your intuition is letting you tune in and connect with the space of potentiality of all the things that you could create, of all the things that you could do, and then start to find the flow that your soul wants you to go on, right? What's the most aligned choice? What will bring you the most joy? And sometimes the guides say, they're not letting me get away with this. Sometimes, you know, your intuition will even point you a little bit towards the rocky road, or they say, that's not exactly true. They say sometimes you're already on the rocky road. And so, you know, it's a matter of of which path has, you know, the least stones or how to negotiate the stones that are already in your path or all that good stuff. But whatever it is, your intuition won't necessarily tell you the future because you don't really want to know that, but it will help you create that future with more ease, joy, awareness, and grace. So I want to stop again because I want to experience with you all that beautiful truth bomb, that your intuition will help you co-create the future of your dreams that's aligned with your soul. And that, my friends, is a much more powerful thing than, quote unquote, knowing how things are going to turn out. So back to the dating thing, right? As I look at all these lovely gentlemen, sometimes I know stuff. And sometimes I know stuff and when I know it, it's like kind of sad because it's sort of like knowing how the movie's going to end when you don't really want to (laughs) know. You know, you want to watch the darn movie. And that's okay, right? Because I know I'm on a kind of a fast, accelerated pace and, you know, I get what I get. Other times, you know, I don't know anything. And that's okay too because, again, part of the deal in life is that process of discovery. It's the process of discovery. And if I knew it all in advance, it wouldn't be very much fun at all. Now, the guides are reminding me that before we're born, and I've seen this again and again, you know, as we're starting to feel into, and this is, they want to be very clear, this is a conceptual representation of what happens. It it may not exactly play this way um, when we're on the other side. But for the sake of argument, you know, we sit down with this beautiful crystal ball and our guides and our highest selves, and we can envision pretty much everything that could happen when we hop into this physical body. We see it all at once. And I know from your brain to understand all the infinite possibilities does not make a heck of a lot of sense. But I've seen again and again that, you know, from spirit form, you can ascertain at once all of the different ways in which this life thing could go, given the raw material that you choose when you hop into your body. And you see everything at once. It's the coolest thing when I can tune into it. And maybe some of you can tune into it too. Again, not with your brain, with your being, because your brain can't ascertain infinity all at once, right? But so we see all the different possibilities all at once. I'm being told too that we see the ones that are most probable, but anything is possible. There is no one way this is going to play out. But of course, there are probabilities and there are things that are most likely to occur based again on how things play out in the now, which is always a changing, changing field. And so we see all those potentials. We see all that. We hop in the body. And then, you know, we're blindfolded, you know, going through our lives, forgetting all the different things that we know. Your intuition comes from that part of you that still remembers, right? And it remembers what you were, quote unquote, thinking before you hopped into this physical form. And it will nudge you and it will guide you. But the guides say there's an even deeper level of knowing, and this is so cool, so I want to tune into that, and that is the pure soul source guided knowing. And they say that, oh, this is cool. When we start to, um, and I want to get this really clear, 
that they say go ahead, when we start to release ourselves from the confines of karma, and many of us have created our lives from the confines of karma, and karma in my mind is about balancing, it's not about punishment. So Robert Schwartz, who's been on the show before, who's a lovely soul around pre-birth planning, I just heard him use this example of, you know, like caretaking, right? So imagine that your spouse gets sick at the end of life or maybe midlife, midlife marriage, right? And you care for them until the end of their days. And at the end of that life, you reflect on your experience and maybe you are resentful. You know, or maybe you didn't feel cared for enough in that lifetime, right? And so in the next body, you may decide to be the one who gets cared for, right? Because there was some unfinished business that you want to explore through a different set of eyeballs, right? Other times, he says, and I love this example, and I just heard it. But anyway, I loved this example. You may be perfectly satisfied with that experience. You might have, you know, grown and and had such an amazing time caring for somebody else, in which case you're good. You're done. There's no karma. So karma isn't a punishment. It's a balancing. It's what your soul still wants to explore based on, you know, what happened in the last body. But karma, the guides say, is also often reactive, right? Especially at the early stages of learning. It tends to be reactive. So in one lifetime, you know, we're an oppressor and the next lifetime we're the oppressed. Again, it is not about punishment, It's about learning. It's about growth and it's about perspective and gaining a lot of different perspectives because as we gain a lot of different perspectives, we understand the whole more completely. And again, if you understand, and we're getting a little heady now, but you know, I love to do that. If you understand that we all come from one thing, first and foremost, we are all emanations of the one divine source. But we're individuated, at least for the sake of argument, at least for this little conceptual experience. And so one way to remember and understand who we are is to see all the different perspectives until we've seen so many different perspectives that we we come back to oneness. We come back to oneness because we've seen the whole, the truth from so many different eyeballs that we come to remember who and what we really are. And for many of you, you're at the end stages of that process where you've seen so many perspectives, you understand so many different things, and the world, the leading edge of humanity is at this place too where it's not so important that we lead and live unconsciously for karma. And that's why more and more we have this higher guidance. We have this higher guidance coming in that we can start to say, what is the most soul source God, light, love, whatever words you want to use, align choice for me in the now. And that is always the powerful and potent question. And the guides remind me, back to the topic at hand, that question often has nothing to do with the future and what's coming next or our need to know. It has a lot more to do with what do you want to experience now? Because that's really the question. The need to know the future, you're creating your future all the time. You know what's going to happen based on what you think is going to happen until you change the story, right? So the real gift of our intuition is not knowing what's going to happen, but really knowing more deeply and truly what we really desire, what we really want, and what aligns with our soul. I love that. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. 
Download the new Bumble now. So back to match. So looking at all these people, you know, there are times when I will get a hit, I will get a feeling, I will get a sense. When I uh, first met my first husband, (laughs) um, and I think I've told this story on the show a couple of times before, you know, I was feeling like I was of quote unquote marrying age. I was dating more than I had dated before in my life. And it would always be about two weeks into a relationship, I would get a flash. I would get this flash and um, I would know that this guy wasn't for me. I wouldn't always know why. It was a flash. So it, it wasn't, you know, it was something about his voice or something, about, but I would know deep inside this wasn't the one. And I wasn't super tuned into this whole idea of intuition at that time. And I didn't really know what it was or why it was, but I'd, I'd come up with this idea that, you know, when I find Mr. Right, I won't have the flash. But the flash was really interesting because I wouldn't understand it. I would feel a little disappointment because I would know, you know, this this isn't going to be my, you know, forever or at least my 28-year guy. But it also wouldn't be, you know, a lot of words, a lot of like, it would make sense after the relationship ended. And I, and I continued all of these relationships past the flash, by the way. Um, and it would make sense later. But at the moment, you know, it was just a nudge. It was just a hint. And often that's how our intuition speaks to us. I know now. And it was really potent and powerful. As some of you know the story that when I did meet my husband, my first husband and the one that I was married to for 28 years in a beautiful and loving, loving union that I am so grateful for, um, I knew on our second date that we were going to be married. And again, it was an intuitive flash. I thought I was losing my mind, but turns out it was true. Now, for the sake of argument, the guides say, like, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps that wasn't intuition at all, but that was us getting into our minds saying, this is the one that we would like you to be with. This is the one, you know, that you recognize. Maybe it was even wishful thinking. It wasn't, but it could have been, right? Where, you know, this is the one that could be the one. And so they were helping me orient my thoughts towards that union, right? That sometimes they say how intuition can work. It's not as simple as Victoria knew the future. It's more about a little recognition, a little knowing that this is the path. This is the path and you're on it and start thinking that you're on it so that you can create it. Again, I'm going to pause because that is profound. Thank you guides. So again, it's not so much the way they say it about me predicting the future by having this intuitive flash, but the intuitive flash reminding me, ah, this is the one, this is the soulmate. This is one of those futures that you could create. Run with it, run with it, believe in it. And of course, my monkey mind questioned it for a long time. And I've talked about this before. I wanted to date other people. I wanted to slow things down, but no, no, no. At a certain level at that moment, I knew. And then that knowing unfolded into a beautiful 28-year marriage true story. And so again, when we understand, and I want to tune in and get this right, when we understand that our intuition is a tool, right, for aligning with our highest and truest path, for expanding into the joy, the curiosity, the desire for expansion, expanding into the desire for expansion (laughs) that our soul came here to do to create, you know, it takes on a whole new flavor. It's a whole new level. It's not about the need to know. It's about the need to expand and to grow. And that's a whole different ball game, right? That's a whole different thing. And really, it's a lot more exciting. And look, 
There are times when I look on match and I know right away. It's not an aligned choice. I'm like, I feel into someone's energy. It's like, it's a no. Most people are a no for me right now. And and not because there's anything wrong with them, but because, hey, you know, I want to create something beautiful and I don't, you know, I don't need to spend my time looking through every little drawer, you know, to find that one piece of paper, right? And our intuition can help us with this. It can help us use discernment. It can help us not, you know, spend more time than we need to on tasks that are menial and unnecessary. And I'm so grateful to have my intuition for that. And and I hope you're using yours that way too, because the mind tends to get things done in a much slower fashion. And it's just not necessary, my beautiful friends. You know, your soul wants to guide you effortlessly, beautifully, and joyfully towards whatever amazing experiences you're meant to have. And then there are other times when I feel into something and I kind of know, and I kind of don't know, or maybe I kind of don't want to know, or I do know, and I still want to have part of that experience. And my friends, all of that is okay too. Because again, the name of the game here is that we are always, always, always co-creating our lives with our highest and truest selves. And your intuition, your inner knowing, your guidance, whatever you want to say, and the guides are getting all excited when I say this, your intuition, your inner knowing, all of that good stuff, think about it as your inner cheerleading squad, as your inner like, you know, if you play that game when you were a kid and you covered your eyes and you were trying to find something and it's like you're getting warmer, you're getting colder, You know, your guides are cheering you and supporting you and helping you to find the best path forward, the one that's going to give you most joy, the one that's most exciting for you, the one that's going to lead to the greatest, or they want to say, because it's not a quantitative thing, their most rewarding (laughs) expansion. That's what they want for you. That's what your higher self wants for you. That's the whole name of the game. And that's what your intuition will do for you in each moment in the now right? It will guide you. And sometimes it's not going to tell you anything because there's nothing to know. But if you tune in, it'll always show you that path. It'll always show you that path moving forward. And sometimes, right, what you want to know is, is what you need to discover through living. And other times it'll give you the nudges and it will give you that information, right, to keep you on path. But remember, most importantly, your intuition can't give you the future because you're still creating it. And the more we desire and want to know what's going to happen next, right, the more we're in our mind. And your mind will always give you that answer. It will create reality for you. It will create reality based mostly on what you think is going to happen, what you believe is possible. But your soul knows that you're so much more than that. And the more that we tune into our inner wisdom and agree (laughs) to agree with that beautiful generative force of life that we are the more life becomes magical, enjoyable, and the more the not knowing part actually feels like the gift of life. All right, my friends, that's all I have for you today. I'm so glad that I sat down to do this one because I learned so much and I hope you did too. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast platform of choice. Kind words also really help to get the word out there, share with your friends, but you know, always most importantly, just enjoy this. I hope you enjoy it all. Take it in as much as I do and, you know, listen with a soft mind on this one. You know, if you need to hear it again, it's okay. But remember a lot of times it's not what we understand. It's what we more deeply know. All right, that's all I got. Love you all so much and namaste. 
Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.